I heard a meow. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> Talk is like, can I have more food? More food? Yeah. Hmm. Anubis was snoring, and now Taka's like, wait a minute, what about dinner? Okay, and we're back. Like a heart attack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Sonya, the heat is over. I am so happy. You have no oh, idea. I haven't even goodness. turned the furnace mm -hmm. on yet like I, to light the <laughs> pilot. I'm like, I'm sitting in this breeze. I love it yes. so much, even though I feel bad my cats are kind of like crispy and cold <laughs> that I, I did I bought a little electric like plug into the wall space heater just because yeah so my thing's like a dinosaur and it takes up the entire wall and oh, okay. it's loud so when I'm sleeping mm. I usually I like to sleep in a cold room anyways because you know I like right. to snuggle up with the blankies but you know, then I'll wake up and I'll touch their fur and their paws are like ice cold. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, mm -hmm. this winter I bought a little, so I'm waiting for that. So I'm like, that way it could be a little warm for them because I yeah. can put blankets on, but right. they don't like to sleep under the blanket. So Really? I, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. They'll sleep on them, but not under it. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But I am happy. I have my yeah. cute little fluffy slippers on right now and a hoodie. I've been waiting for this <laughs> moment for weeks. Oh, I've been ready for months. And you know, the thing here in Southern California, well, I guess, when did fall officially start on the calendar? Like over a month ago? Oh, well, uh, keep talking and I'll Google it because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and it happened a while ago. And, you know, now I'm getting emails from like, you know, different retailers like, ooh, fall colors and fall fragrances and fall Starbucks, you know, fall drinks. I oh, went through I the did Starbucks. Have a maple latte the other day. Really? From Starbucks? Yeah. No, Pete's coffee. Okay. No, so um so everywhere says fall, but you know, we've been dealing with ninety degree weather still. Right. Um I think two weeks ago we had the last heat wave, at least in LA it was like in the in the nineties. Well, last um, week was still pretty warm because it was like high yeah. 80s. I'm happy to – I put my air conditioner away um, yesterday, actually. Yeah, I, I put mine away today, and it's just so great to, that it's finally here, this cooler weather. In fact, this morning, I don't know if it happened around where you live, but here I actually had like drizzle for like an hour, light drizzle. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. Because like I said, I can always put a blanket on, drink some coffee. Uh, whereas it's hot, I mean, <laughs> there's only so much you can take off or do before you right. get even cooler. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad fall is officially here. For me, I, I know, and you, you mentioned for you, it was kind of because being a Jehovah Witness growing up, you didn't have any attachments. For me, what kind of, I would say, kind of ruined my outlook on holidays was working retail. I worked retail mm -hmm. pretty much right out of high school. So for over 20 years, I worked jobs in retail. And even when you work your way up to management, which I did for this retail company, you're there weekends. And then, you know, when Thanksgiving rolls around and the holidays, I didn't look forward to them because extra hours, exactly. insane people. Yes, right. I knew it was more hours here in local Southern California malls. What they developed over the years was employees, you couldn't park in the mall parking lot anymore. So now, you shuttled in. Yes, you had to show up even earlier. Because you got to get shuttled to the mall 
um, to save those extra parking spots for customers, which, which makes sense. But yeah, just those long hours, um, just really, um, kind of ruined the holidays for me because I, my outlook became negative, like, oh man, here comes Christmas. And I feel even worse because I never had to deal with this, but people I know over the last several years where major uh, retailers like Best Buy and Walmart were starting to open up on Thanksgiving and not even waiting until Black Friday. They were starting to open up, I think, like at five o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. As a kid. That's where it's taking mm-hmm. away from. Yes, I mean, I, I get so. it because it's a cons- that's where it's like you can see it's such a consumer based, I don't know, tactic almost. Because, I mean, in CVS, you'll see, like, Christmas decorations now. Like, I, where did I? Oh, my God. I yeah. went into Michael's to look for, because I was trying to make my own backdrop. And they already have everything Christmas. And I'm like, dude, we haven't even, like, where's all the ghosts? Your own backdrop? What kind of backdrop? Oh, well, we'll get into this later because we're talking about side hustles. That's so, right. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'll talk about that later. I'll save it for okay, later. Great. Okay, good. So, um, but in any case, so we got sidetracked a little bit as we usually do, but we're <laughs> we're both glad it's cooler and we're entering the holiday season. Absolutely. So extra side hustles jobs come in handy because you got to pay yes, for this. <laughs> exactly. And and that's kind of what I was thinking because I was thinking, okay, what should we talk about next? And then I'm like, well, what do people need now? And I'm like, well, I need money because the holidays are coming up. And um, I've kind of gotten away from doing gift exchanges um, for many, Isn't many it years. Wonderful. It is. It is. <laughs> well, because you, you know, sometimes you get crap because people feel obligated that they right. need to get something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, really? And, you know, when I was right out of high school, I worked, um, again, for Ritz Camera. And my manager was, um, he had he was engaged and his fiance lived like in Ohio. <laughs> and yeah, and he would talk, he would share stuff with us. And he was so bummed one day he showed up at work. It was like the day after Christmas because he had bought like his girlfriend or his fiance like this $500 ring. <gasps> and he got bath towels for christmas from her Whoa. and the whole day every now and then he would say bath towels he would look at us and say bath towels and we were just like oh, he man. is traumatized by that experience you know as a wow. guy i would be so bummed out well for anyone if i give some well see and that's well, where i've kind of gotten away from make too. up for it in another present i would hope so or in another way see I that's a thing though but you're supposed to give i mean Maybe don't do that for Christmas unless you know. <laughs> I don't know. Like you gave out of the bottom of your heart, right? Yeah. So then when you receive something, she wasn't probably planning on that. So how would she have known? Mm-hmm. And the fact that it sounds like you're, are you giving to receive? Yeah. Because then that's not, I don't know. Like then it's like, well, you can keep the ring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, eventually they did break up. Ah, uh, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but that, I mean, um, that is like for value purposes, that exchange. See, that's <laughs> where like my friends and I that I did spend quite a few holidays, we got to the point where we decided on a no more than, no less than 
price mm. point. And so then we, that way we all, cause we, it was kind of interesting cause so it was me um, and I had lived with this brother and sister for many years and we remained friends for many years after. And um, so I spent all my holidays with them cause they, they were very holiday oriented and that's how I got to appreciate holidays was from mm. them. Okay. And you know, we had been together in each other's lives for so long that each one of us had some really rough up and downs as far as finance finances are concerned. Like, you know, we were still all like I was new at being a massage therapist. So was my friend. Mm. That's how we met was in school. And then her brother was struggling. But then we'd have periods of where we would do really good. So like one holiday or birthday, someone like went all out and spent a lot of money and it always rotated it was always like a different person <laughs> so it did it and we would always say like you know hey you guys know my situation right now i'm kind of struggling right now but i gave you the best that i could and like all right like for me if i was kind of not i could cook right so i'd hook them up mm. with food i might not yeah. have money to give good presents but you know what i'm gonna that's gonna be a damn good tasty cake or cupcake or food <laughs> or something you know like i'm gonna give my all into that cooking and so we kind of would go through that cycle and then we all started kind of being kind of like at a level where we were all decent, steadily decent. So then we were like, well, cause sometimes one person would spend way too much and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, that is so much money. Thank you. You know, it's true. Cause I know how hard they work that it was so yeah. like, I appreciated everything. But then we we capped it at like we started capping it like mm. no more no less you know okay. and and that kind of made it nice because then there wasn't that like oh I should have had a better present or like oh you feel obligated you know like <laughs> it kind of like cut all that out so well, I went good. out there dealing with that kind of situation just do a cap for everybody that's within everyone's budget you know. Well, yeah, again, and, and I don't do gift exchanges, but um, if I do give someone something, it's because I want to and not expecting anything in return. So I think that in my own head, well, also you have to be appropriate, I think, because, you know, if you're giving a, a, a coworker and a gift that's, you know, more than 50 bucks or even higher than that, that could kind of be like, well, why are you giving me this? So, you know. I'm um, like my bosses. Right. I've never had a boss. Well, I actually, it's been a while since I've had a boss that have wanted to give anything for Christmas. Um, as it is, um, you know, you don't want to come across as, or at least I don't like your brown nosing or trying to, um, suck up to them. Um, but you know what I did one year? I'm, this is kind of funny. I'm sorry to cut you off, but, mm -hmm. um, so I worked at a casino and one year I was like, I just was, it was like the first year that I ever made like real money. And I was, you know, like I'm a very giving person. Wait, and you so were, like, that's where you were a cocktail waitress. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so I went to Target and I was like, okay, there, like I, I bought all the guys, a screwdriver and all the girls, like a very small miniature, like perfume spray, like a little cheapy body mist. Very small, like maybe a couple ounces, right? Mm -hmm. And I put a bow on every single one of them. And so <laughs> it was all the same. And I was like, so I got all the guys a screwdriver. 
and all the girls a little misting spray mm. and it really didn't cost me that much money you mm -hmm. know and uh it was more like everybody was like what and you know i just <laughs> was santa i was giving everyone like or i guess an elf maybe everybody like that i worked with presents and you know i thought well guys need something useful so that's why i chose a screwdriver right and girls right. Like, i worked with cocktail waitresses they're always like putting glitter and makeup and sprays on you know so that it worked mm -hmm. out and that was actually kind of cool and fun it was actually fun oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very cool um no when i was a teenager i went to mexico by myself and i went to the the capital of Mexico with, uh, and stayed with my aunt and my cousins. And, um, I think that's what I remember is one of my most enjoyable Christmases is we, um, you know, we were, I was raised Catholic, they're Catholic. So we went to church, not to mass, but we went to see, you know, baby Jesus, the display they put up inside the church. And then we walked home. There was like no traffic, like no cars. So we walked home. And we got there and we had a dinner because, you know, the gift exchange is not a Mexican custom. Um, just like a lot of things are imported mm. to different countries. So the gift exchange is not a part of that, which is great. And so, yeah, all the family, we got together. We had uh, food. And that was my first time ever trying some uh, rum punch uh, that my mm. aunt made and wine, which I sipped and then... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and thanks to that, also, I never wanted to try wine again until like I was in my late 30s because of that experience Aww. of trying it and going like, <laughs> but but still, that was a memorable, enjoyable Christmas. And every now and then, you know, and that's kind of when I would start to remember that and go, yeah, you know what? You can enjoy Christmas without having to do um, gift exchange. It's just, you know, being with someone. Because friend, that's not what it's family. about. You're, that's, right. You're missing right. the point of the holiday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now when I give, I make sure that I give knowing that I don't expect anything in return that I'm giving because I want to. Um, and I did that two years ago after, before I got injured um, at work. Um, the termite um, secretary, the one that schedules my appointments and helps me out, giving me leads. You know, I, I got I came up with like a um, a basket and filled it with bottle of champagne and some wine and some other stuff. And I did that for the crew guy too. Um, I think I spent a little over a hundred bucks on everything. Um, whereas I guess I could have bought it online for about the same money, but I kind of did it myself because I figured it would That's be quality. Thought. Yeah. It's more yeah. you like you're put, there's one thing. I mean, those things are nice. And I was actually thinking about sending my mechanics, a little gift basket for Christmas mm. this year. Mm -hmm. You know, because they've been so good to me. Yes. And I was like, I'll just, I don't know them that well. To like, I yeah. don't know what to get them. But when you hand pick something, when you personally choose and pick, see, the energy behind that is so much unconditional love and thankfulness and gratitude. And that's what the true meaning of giving is, right? And that's what it's about. Yeah. So. I think that's very beautiful that you did that. Oh, yeah. And I definitely, I mean, I wanted to do it. I mean, you know, I've shared with you what my minimum I have to do before I start earning commission. And, right. you know, it gets, I think as a salesperson, anyone out there who deals in sales knows it can be stressful because you're trying to beat your minimum. You're trying to earn as much as you get. 
earn as much as you can. And so, you know, these are the people I rely on to help me do that. And I did in November, October, November, um, I earned commissions. So I was so grateful and thankful that that's why I did that for them. And again, didn't expect anything in return. Um, but just my way of saying thanks during the holidays. So, um, you know what, that it does come back around because I will say this, um, at one of the hotels I worked for, I'd never done this before out of, I've worked in so many hotels, but I really appreciated this team that I worked with. And so for the front desk girl or not, there was a guy too. So for the team that was front desk for their birthday, I would give them a cute little, like little things that I thought that they would like or cute and weird. Like we all have like a humor and everything like that. So I would, you know, I'd give them these little gifts for their birthdays and it meant so much. And I had the one girl, she's like, this was such a more thoughtful gift than my entire family gave me. She's like, this meant more to me. And there's more things that were like about me than what my family put together. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) well, (laughs) I'm glad that you got something good then, you know, but wow, you know, and, and then actually, you know what, for that place, for the last two Christmases, I bought like, I bought socks for everybody, (laughs) like cat socks for everybody. Even the guys, they were like, I don't need this. I'm like, take it. You have to take it. You have to wear cats on your feet. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. Yeah. As long as it's not towels, you're in good shape. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a nice tangent. Thank you. I enjoyed that. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yes. But so now let's get into the nitty gritty here. Yeah. Um, so I found this list um, created by entrepreneur.com and it says, what does it say here? It says 50 ideas for a lucrative side hustle. Mm. Um, it says, you know how to do something people would hire you for, but only if they know you are available. So I want to run these by you and just see if you think yay or nay. I think I was kind of glancing through these and a few of these I had never even heard of. So I'm like, Hmm, let me look at this because you never know. A side hustle may become your new hustle. So I'm open. Okay, cool. And and one of these, it's funny. This one, the first one, it's a sell items on eBay or Craigslist. Um, well, I I feel you kind of have to have a steady supply of what it is and, that's something that, you know, people will want. Right. And you know what? So this kind of goes back to why I need a backdrop. Um, so if anyone has any suggestions, because I don't know anything about what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> this girl that I work with, she's a designer and she also has a wholesale license for fashion. So oh, wow. she was about to launch her mobile boutique and then all this happened and everything. Mm. And so she ended up losing, you know, like she ended up not being able to do her business because this right. just crashed it. And I was like, well, I don't know anything about doing selling this stuff. 
clothing at all, but let me try. Let me try. Mm -hmm. So I've actually started Googling and reading like what's the best platform to sell clothes on. And so there is, so mine's more geared to clothes. So mm. she gave me two huge garbage bags full of clothes. So I have a small studio that is like covered in clothes right now. And I'm like, oh, it's driving me crazy. Cause I, every time I go to like, go to the bathroom, like something falls off. Cause I have all these hangers on the doorway. Cause I don't have, I have the smallest closet. I'm like, I don't know where to put this clothes. So, um, so I went to Michael's because I realized I need like a, a backdrop so that I can put the clothes next to so it makes the colors pop a little bit more. So when I'm taking pictures of them, because that's what it's about is product placement, right? So mm -hmm. I, and I'm looking, so I looked on, um, so there are like marketplaces, but this, she's just, I'm trying to like garage sale it, but you can't have a garage sale right now. So if you go to like Instagram marketplace, Facebook marketplace, or what was the other one? Etsy, mm -hmm. any, any of the profits that you do make, they automatically report it to the IRS. And she's like, I've already lost 20 grand on this, these clothes. She's like, so it's more of like, she just wants to get rid of it. And it's not mm. even really about like the price and everything like that. She, and she's like, if she can make some money back, she's happy but she just wants it out of her face. And hmm. so I've been looking at these different platforms and I actually, there is that offer up, which is basically a online garage sale. Huh. And I've seen some pictures and I'm like, I would never buy any of those clothes just because the pitch is horrible. And they will tell you, they do tell you it's about like, it's a lot harder than you would think. And that's where I'm like, oh my God. So I went and steamed. I had a hand steam each single piece of clothing. So there's oh, wow. no wrinkles. Mm -hmm. And then I went and bought this backdrop, which is actually, I bought a sheet, like um, like a bed sheet. Cause I was like, oh, it's the perfect color. Cause at first, well, actually first I went to Michael's and I couldn't find a paper, piece of paper big enough to tape, you know, like so that I could put the clothes next to it because mm -hmm. some of them are dresses. So I couldn't find big enough paper. So I was like, you know what? I'll buy a sheet, steam it. So the wrinkles are out and then somehow tack it onto the wall and use it as a backdrop. So, but the lighting has been so horrible because it's been so gray. So I haven't been able to like take pictures in my apartment. Uh... So right now my little girl is hanging out on those sheets that I bought. So <laughs> they're in good use for the moment. Um, but yes, so that is a side hustle that is very interesting. And I've had, I've looked on, I posted one piece just to see, and I've had zero views. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but you, if you pay $20 a month, they promote the clothes for you so then you're at the top but i'm like i'm not gonna spend twenty dollars a month on a bra right now so <laughs> i'm waiting till i have more pictures to post yeah. before i would pay for something like that but then it's like you're you you do have to put a little money in yeah and then it's a game about mm -hmm. let's see who who wants to buy my stuff you know so it's about 
making sure the pictures look good. It's about your SEO. And that's just what, I mean, I have no idea. I've never done this before. So now does she have a website? No, nope. Hmm. She didn't want to do any of that. This was supposed to be where she was going to have a van, like a cute, Hmm. nice van. And it was a mobile boutique. You know what? I shouldn't be putting her stuff on blast like that. I don't know. That's like her idea, but, um, she was basically going to do like pop-up events okay, and sell the clothes, but that's all kind of like not happening right now. Yeah, I think it things are starting to open back up a little bit more here and there. So mm-hmm. we'll see how this winter goes. Yeah. But maybe okay. by spring. Yeah. But. Well, good luck with so that. You'll have to update us. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Because I thought when you, it was so interesting in how. This aligned with what you, when you told me that was your topic, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Cause I just got these clothes like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, and, and the thing about eBay or Craigslist and, um, I've done like, you know, five years ago when I would, the new iPhone would come out, I would automatically sell my old iPhone. So mm. I would put the old one on eBay and it would sell like hot potato. As soon as I put it up there within an hour, it was sold. Oh, wow. Um, so for me, eBay, because I, I wouldn't do Craigslist, but I do eBay, is you have to have a supply of something that you think people want. And um, gosh, what, what was it now? Maybe five or six years ago, too, um, my girlfriend worked at um, a retailer, and she was very smart because she she was also doing cleaning houses on the side, mm-hmm. and she would clean houses like people that passed away and Sometimes they would get really good deals up front of all of these things that the homeowner was getting rid of. And she came across a boatload of jewelry. Um, It wasn't super fine jewelry, but it was, um, I mean, tennis bracelets and rings. And and, um, this person was kind of a hoarder, but with stuff like this where they would buy five bracelets or five rings and... So they were all in their original, you know, uh, jewelry Home boxes. shopping network. Exactly. That's where they were getting mm-hmm. it from. Exactly. And so she got a boatload of this stuff and, and gave it to me. And because, it's, you know, she knew I would sell stuff here and there on, on eBay. And she said, you know, here, can you sell this? So I was like, uh, okay. And so it was tedious because, like I said, you have to take the photo. You have to get the to, the jewelry to shine just right or look good. No shadows. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did all right, um, but it was a limited supply. Um, however, she did go to work for a retailer, and what she would do is, you know, she would take advantage when they had these huge sales, and then use her employee discount to get certain things at a re- like eighty percent off retail. And I would turn mm. around and sell them on eBay. Wow. Um. Yeah. But eventually, she she left retail because that was just a side hustle she was doing. Mm. Um. But um, unless it's, I think, really high-end retail, you're not making, you know, you're just making the minimum wage. So, yeah, it, it we moved on. But um, yeah, number two on the list of entrepreneur is uh, recycled used smartphones on Gazelle. Um, oh, I remember that. I remember hearing about that. Which I did on eBay. So to me, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I would uh, say it's about the same thing. <laughs> and I don't think these are in any particular order, but the next one, it says drive for Uber or Lyft. Well, I mean, they are, what's that, Prop 22 now? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. 
I think it used to be a pretty good thing, like when it first first started. But I yeah. don't know. I've I actually to go pick up my car from being detailed. I had to take an, a a lift, right? And the guy was mad. He's like, I hope they. I, he's like, I don't want to be controlled with my hours. I want to work when I want to work. Mm. And I don't want them to tell me when I work. And I'm like, well, I hope the same for you too, because that's why I like being an independent contractor is because I don't yeah. want someone else to make me work when I don't want to work. So, or work more than I want, you know, like they want me to, Yeah. you know, like some days I feel like I want to work all day long. So let me work all day long. I have the energy today, maybe not tomorrow. So <laughs> let me work yeah. all day today. You know, so I, I thought that was kind of interesting that, you know, you know, he was kind of against, uh, becoming like an employee. Well, the key word that stood out for me on this, uh, list is the word lucrative. Mm, I see. And, yeah, mm -hmm. and for me, driving for Uber or Lyft, I don't think is lucrative. Maybe in the beginning it was, but now I think it's kind of like you're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, right. And you have to think too, like the wear and tear on your car and how much you spend on your car as far as maintenance yes, and yeah. to keep it clean and stuff. I, that's why like he was also saying, you know, if he's an employee, he's like, well, are they going to pay for my gas? Are they going to pay for the car washes? Are they going to pay for the maintenance? Because I'm using my car. So how can I be an employee, but I'm using my car? Like I would have, you know, like I wouldn't be able to write off anything. And I was like, Ooh, that right. sucks. And and that's mm -hmm. why I, I mm -hmm. think they have such high turnover eventually is because I saw firsthand working at CarMax years ago, people coming in that had been driving for Uber or Lyft and wanted to get rid of their car that was only two, three years old. And it has over a hundred thousand miles on it. Oh my God. And CarMax and, oh, and they still have a loan on it. So now they're underwater. So CarMax, like any dealership, is offering them a low trade-in value. I mean, you've got you've got a hundred thousand miles on this thing, so you know, um, so you're in a bad situation. Mm -hmm. um, so lucrative, no, but I, I think maybe if you're in a pinch and you're desperate for cash, there may be a way to go. Right, and you know what? Um, also, when I used to use the ride-sharing apps a lot, I found that it was really a lot of people that had just moved here either from another country or another mm. state mm -hmm. or even, you know, and they haven't, they weren't able to have a job yet. Like they moved here and the only thing they could do is, you know, Lyft or Uber and it's making them their money until they were able to establish a job or a gig or, you know, like that's where if it's an actor or something like that. Someone's trying to get their Hollywood scene on. <laughs> you have to, and that's why a lot, they, it's hard for a lot of these artists to keep a job or have a job is because your agent calls you like, uh, you have a audition tomorrow at two. And if you have to work, like you'll lose your job. Like, so it's kind of hard. So a lot of that helps them, those kind of people that really need to be very flexible.
So yeah. that's where I saw it was pretty like it was good for a filler or to get you to the next step of where you need to be. Yeah, I don't think it's lucrative in my opinion. Not I've never lucrative. tried it, but um okay, number four, it says deliver for postmates. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Except Same instead thing. of people, it's products, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't think Ugh. it's lucrative. <laughs> and I can't stand the Uber Eats people. They have attitudes and they Really? So yes. Oh my God. This one dude wouldn't come up. I'm like, the app says deliver to your door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I had my, my back is injured and he wouldn't come up and bring me my food. He was going to make me go down to the, him. And wow. so I'm like, well, I'm not coming down. He's like, all right then. So he like left and I had a call Uber. I'm like, oh my God, this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> I was hot. I was hungry. Right. They uh they did get my meal, but like instead of it forty five minutes, it was like a double forty five minutes. Right, you know? right. Oh my god! And I was like, no. And I've had so wow. many people from Uber Eats. They don't want to get out of their car to bring me my food. <laughs> and like wow. the app says, delivered to your door. Right. So I don't know. You guys got to work that stuff out. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so does that mean you're not using them anymore? Using someone else? I yeah, I haven't used them. It, they left a bad taste in my mouth. Um. So <laughs> yeah, if I boom. do, it's DoorDash or Grubhub for the most I, part. Yeah, I stopped using DoorDash. I was using them for a while. I stopped using them because I would see a price for the food item. And then when I would check it out, all of a sudden that that uh, food item price went up like a buck or two. Mm. And so now I use Grubhub, and I haven't any, ha- had any issues with them. Most of their drivers follow instructions. Even like when I shared with you that I'd stayed in Palm Palm Desert a few Palm Springs right. a few months ago, they came in, left it at the front desk, just like they were supposed to. So um, I haven't had any issue. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So on to the next one. See what you think. Rent your spare room on Airbnb. Can they do that now? Maybe a little bit, but I think that was all kind of like shut down for a hot minute. So I don't know how that would be lucrative. (laughs) Right. Right. But I think if, if you had a spare room, I mean, would you be open to that? Let's say you had a home and you had a spare room, would you open that up to strangers? So way back when, um, in Santa Monica, my friend had a house that's on Hollister and Main Street. Mm -hmm. And she would do that. She would rent out the, like she was able, the way her house worked was she did have like an attic that was converted into a bedroom. So she would, and did she have two bathrooms? I can't remember. She had two bathrooms. So she would stay upstairs and have her own separate bathroom and then let the people that rented her house out have run of her house. And Uh she would at some times rent both of the sections out and she would go stay with her boyfriend. 
Mm. But then Santa Monica ordinance passed where they, the person that was renting out space had to be on property. Oh. But then, yeah. And then it, yeah, it got a little, they got a little crazy. And then with like the hotels, they were getting pissed. So it was like a whole <laughs> thing. But she did do that. And she said, you know, for the most part, for the most part, people are, on vacation and touristing and they're out ad- adventuring right so they're not even there most of mm. the time sometimes but not a whole lot and she had a really quirky cool house so um it was really i don't know she she may i mean it helped her pay the mortgage off and she was a retired person so you know Interesting. And I know, and then, yeah, and actually I do know another, um, so the herbal class that I took, they have, uh, they had a house in Malibu, but they had a lot of land. And so they started, um, they put up like a huge lotus tent, built like an outhouse room for people to take a shower and use like a compost toilet. Hmm. And they had a couple airstreams on their land. And they would get like a lot of money because it's Malibu. It's right on the beach. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of money. And I'm sure like anyone, you know, trying to help get their mortgage paid is off like that. Uh, it's a help. I mean. Interesting. But, like okay. now for COVID though, I'm not sure how that would work. Okay. But it it is possible. Mm-hmm. It was okay. possible. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number six, manage social media for small businesses. I mean, it's the day and age, so I could see how that would be mm. pretty lucrative. Yeah, if you've got the skills and the know-how and have many small businesses, maybe. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. like I said, like my friend, he paid this girl to help him with his Instagram account, and it looks very professional, like to the point where he looks like I, you can tell that's why I'm like, oh my God, it went from being great, you know, and normal to like, he has like this celebrity style <laughs> Instagram now. And I was like, oh my God. And that's where I'm like, I'm seriously, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to have to find out how much that costs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good to know. Yeah, you're right. Uh, number seven, answer questions on just answer. I've never heard of just answer. I haven't either. Is that like the happy line? Um, Did you ever hear about that where you call no. in like it's to and it tells you like happy thoughts or something like that? What is it called? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> hmm. No, well, this says websites like Just Answer pay you to answer professional questions. If you have a high level skill such as experience in law, medicine, or IT, you can get paid to help others navigate certain topics. Hmm. hmm. Well, okay. Interesting. Um, number eight sells, says, sell services on Fiverr. I've never Who heard of that, that either. Fiverr? Um, uh, yeah, Fiverr. F-I-V-E-R-R. Fiverr. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Where this seems more like reasonable, where if you can draw or do pretty much any skill, any talent, you can put your service on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, and people who are looking for someone with your skills can connect with you. 
Oh, that sounds like, is it called you work where it's like a gig? Like there's people posting for someone that they, it's like independent contractor work actually that a company needs something and they hire out these independent contractors to do whatever they need done. Well, I'm not familiar with did, that. Yeah. My sister. Yeah. You work. Upwork, upwork.com. <laughs> so it's access a wide range of freelancers to help you with your next business project. My sister actually did a couple gigs on there mm. as a product photographer. So they sent her, okay. she posted like her profile and they're like, oh, and they said, okay. So they hired her to take some picture of the tea, they're a tea company. And so she got to mess around and do the like, she does product photography. So she did that and sent them the photos and she got to keep the key, the tea and, you know, <laughs> enjoy the tea. And then she got paid. So I feel like for a side gig, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I went on there and maybe once you and I get some more episodes under our belt, I was going to post us on there because there are people that do voiceover work on there. Oh, cool. And gigs start at, and it does show there when you go on Fiverr at $5 a job, depending on what it is. Like, I think website building started at 200 and up. And, of course, you get to rate the person. So once you work with the person, you can rate them scale of one to five stars. And so you can see these people, how many stars. Some have had hundreds of ratings. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something to look into. This would seem reasonable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Lucrative, though, would have to be more than $5, though, I think, to be lucrative. I'm like, that's not even minimum wage. Come right. on now. Come on. Right. Now. Yes, exactly. Okay. Number nine, it says, do micro jobs on Mechanical Turk. What's a Mechanical Turk? Um, it, yeah, it's it says, right. It says it's like um an Amazon-related platform. Um, uh, yeah. And it says that like companies that need number crunching will, um, I guess you can almost like rent your computer out where maybe you can upload or download a certain app, um, that will, when you're not using the computer, will run some data, um, and then report the numbers to this company, which forwards them to whatever company hired them. So it's like you didn't... Well... I don't know if it's lucrative because I'm right. seeing here found that those workers earned a medium hourly wage of about $2 an hour. I don't know. Right. How, only 4% of the workers earn more than $7 and 25 cents. How is that lucrative? Well, here they're saying if you're looking to take on micro jobs that can be done in a few minutes each by stringing them together, you can earn oh. some cash. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Because right. at the bottom, it says the online hell of Amazon's Mechanical Turk. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, well, good point. I wouldn't be doing that one. Numbers mm -hmm. are over my head. So, that's not happening. <laughs> right. Uh, here we go. Number 10. It says, tutor. Be a tutor over Skype. I saw that one. Um, I actually think. I mean, depending on how knowledgeable you are, I will say this, that um, you'd be surprised at how much you know, right? Yeah. So I knew this 
this kid and he had just moved here and he's like, I didn't know what to do. So I started tutoring people the guitar and he's like, I'm not even that good. But the people I was tutoring, I was like way better than. So it <laughs> kind of worked out so that he was making some money teaching guitar, even though it wasn't, mm. he wasn't, I mean, he was decent, but he taught people that didn't know anything. So yeah, I mean, he is still teaching someone. So and then over now it's the thing zoom skype whatever oh that's yeah every, i've seen that's a lot of like fitness trainers and even like hairstylists when they weren't able to do like so hairstylists when they weren't able to cut people's hair their these clients would call and she they she would like visually show them like how to cut hair through zoom interesting she was teaching the clients how to either cut their own hair or if they were cutting their husband's hair or something like that well she, they you, would walk them through and you know she was mm, able to get paid yeah well i would not sign up for that class but you got to get creative to make some money exactly okay exactly. uh number 11 i think is lame it says get a part-time job uh we already know that one i'm thinking duh Okay. Wow. Unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah, this is from entrepreneur.com. Like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we need a buzzer button. I know. We need to like... Mm. <laughs> Here, we, Here we go. Interesting. Number 12, start a blog. <laughs> I, you know, yes, but you have to be a writer for a blog i think or not mm -hmm. you don't have to be a writer but you have to want to write yeah i thought about that too i'm like i had the first couple pages like ready to go and then i realized i'm like i'm a visual person and that's when i'm like <laughs> i need to do videos not a blog and write right. and everything like yes. that yeah mm -hmm. yeah blog so if is... you're that kind of yeah mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's challenging. I mean, I get writer's block all the time, and you know, we're we're just trying to do an outline for our podcast, and I get writer's block, right, let alone right. a blog. So, props to whoever can do that, but yeah, I'm, that's I'm not one of them. Right, and then you might have to they'll have to use the pickup line on you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you'd have to get a lot pointless. of. <laughs> and you would need a lot of viewers i would imagine to make it lucrative well you gotta start somewhere we started somewhere and we have yes, we did a little bit now exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes uh number 13 it says create an online course which this one to me sounds very similar so now we're kind of getting repetitive yeah well which i think We've kind of noticed that in the last few little lists that we've right. gone through it, it like some like about 10 of them could have been like probably jumbled into one category. But um, yeah, I think that w that's definitely the way to make money because what you record it once you put together one thing and then people are just paying. Actually, the tarot card. Class, I mean, these videos are not anything to look at or anything, but it's the information is mm. there, and they did a really cute way of putting together. And I've learned a lot. I paid twenty five bucks, mm. you know, and um, 
I can go back to it. There's, there's a lot of information, there's videos. And then there's also, um, you know, print and yeah. everything like that. So, I mean, I, as long as you have something to teach, it's going kind of back to tutoring, right? Well, I, yes. And I think the key is that you have something that people want to learn or looking for. Um, otherwise it, it may not be as lucrative. Right. Well, you just have to also, if that's not the case, so you have to hire the social media influencer <laughs> person to like beef up your, you know, pizzazz and market it. So it sells regardless of like, that's, there's so many things that are so hyped up and you buy it. Cause you're like, wow, that was a great commercial. And then you realize I'm like, I don't even need this in my life. <laughs> that commercial sold me. <laughs> right. Right. The clapper. You need a clapper in your life. I know, right? Exactly. Psychological manipulation into purchasing. Subliminal message into like purchasing stuff. <laughs> Number 14. Build a sales funnel with click funnels. I don't know. That's jargon that is that computer jargon? I think so. I, well, I'm, I mean, I understand I'm what a sales like funnel. A funnel cake, a, like twister funnel, <laughs> what, what kind, like car funnel. What, what is it? A sales funnel? Well, a, a sales funnel usually means. <laughs> I'm Googling just because I'm like, I'm sorry. That's terminology I've never been heard put together before. Well, a sales funnel usually means that it's it's customers that you've worked with that are interested in at some point buying what you're selling. So at CarMax, you know, do, you needed to have a sales funnel of customers that you are currently working with to get them a car. So it could be one customer, two customer, five, 12 customers. So, you know, if, if I were to ask you, hey, Sonia, and you're working with me at CarMax, how are you doing this month? How many people do you have in your sales funnel? You would say, oh, I'm having a bad month. I only have five people I'm working with right now in my sales funnel. Mm. So so basically you only have maybe another way to refer to them would be prospects, um, people that you're working with. So, yeah, it's a lot of jargon here. Um, okay. I just, yeah, I never heard it put together like that. I'm like, oh. Well, apparently. My, mm -hmm. my head went instantly to food. It went to <laughs> right. funnel cake. Right. That should be a, a side hustle, making funnel cakes. Uh, see, I feel like you'd probably make a good amount of money. Like, oh, who yeah. doesn't love funnel cake, right? Oh, especially this time of year. Right. I know. See? Mm -hmm. Apple Festival. You have apple funnel cake. <laughs> oh, number 15. I think this is repetitive. Well, I think it goes along the lines of, of creating a blog. It says, write an ebook. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at J.R. Uh, what, what's her name? The Harry Rolling. Potter author? Yeah. A bazillionaire. But yeah, I mean, but but you have to be able to write the book. Right. Mm -hmm. Just look at Twilight, too. <laughs> right. All these hits that just take off in books and then people buy the rights. And yeah, it's amazing. Game of Thrones. Here's something, though, we could both do, I think, maybe individually. Yeah. But <laughs> kids books, that's big. I could do a kid's book for sure. What would you... I could do it about cats. Ah. I could do it about cats. I have plenty of photos. 
But to be a kid's book, don't they have to be like, well, yeah, you would have to convert the photos into cartoon-like. Uh-huh. Definitely. <laughs> I have an idea. I already thought of like what I could do. Good. Yeah. And number 16 on the list is produce an audiobook. See, well, that's like the same. Write an ebook. Right. Produce an audio. Well, well see, this is easier and then though. For us, yes. then we could double up as we could do a voiceover for the audio. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, because um, who is it? Amazon has Kindle. a big Kindle, but there's a big marketplace for audiobooks. I think Amazon owns that marketplace. Mm, I think okay. they just call them audiobooks. But I've I have a great starting line that I've stolen that I mean I keep writing it but nothing comes of it. Like the first line to any book would be it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> it's great for Halloween. <laughs> Perfect time. All right. <laughs> I love that. That's um that's from Snoopy. That's from uh, Charlie Brown. Oh yeah, huh? Or Snoopy's. Uh, that's uh, that's always what he always writes. Is it was a dark and stormy night, and that's as far as it gets. <laughs> and I'm like Snoopy. I'm stuck. <laughs> but yeah, that's something. But even still, an audiobook, It's basically um, you. You need the book now to do the voiceover for, it, and that's the challenge. Well, now I think aren't they hiring like? celebrities to do the voiceovers now yeah which mm, i don't think they always get their money's worth but i don't think so either but yeah. like yeah i saw something was it matthew mcconaughey had one i was like <laughs> i would probably listen to that <laughs> well Only because you know, it's Mc matthew mcconaughey like there's something about his voice well i think you have to like his accent you have to like certain accents and but a lot of people are, are getting into the podcast game. And um, like recently, someone I follow on Instagram, um, gosh, I can't believe I'm just blanking on her name. She's a comedian. She was in, let me look her up real quick, Sarah Silverman. Silverman, uh -huh. And she started a podcast. Oh, nice. Um, I bet that's funny. And I think it's, she's wonderful, and I like her in certain movies. Um. But her voice, oh my God, to me, just doesn't lend itself to a podcast. Huh. Just like Joe Rogan. Um, I would not listen to his podcast. I think what he has going for him is he gets these celebrities on there. Like recently, I think a few days ago, um, I saw clips on Twitter that he did a three-hour interview with Kanye West. Oh my. I would never do and three hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. And, you know, people are commenting on, uh, commenting on Twitter that the whole time Joe Rogan said like eight words. Well, I mean, it is Kanye. Exactly. Right. How would he be able to say anything else? <laughs> exactly. So, but uh, yeah, no, that was number 16. Number 17, become a personal chef. I think this would be up your alley, but you'd have to want to do something like that. No, see... I thought about that. I like cooking, but when I want to, when I don't have to cook and I don't want to, my food comes out horrible. <laughs> and I actually thought about this. I actually looked into cooking school, but then I saw like when you start looking, that is a rough ass job. <laughs> Never. However, my, my best friend's sister is a personal chef, but she's 
catered more towards like uh, the macro diet and vegan and holistic style of food, you know, and um, oh. more geared towards retreats and stuff like that. Oh, okay. You know, um, but she came out of like her and her ex-husband have restaurants here in L.A. So one in Long Beach and one over by Fairfax. And so she has a background in restaurants already. And then she branched out to do more personal chef stuff. But she likes it, you know, but she's always in the kitchen. And that's, I'm like, oh, uh, not for me. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I th think it is. It, yeah, I, I mean, it depends. It depends, right? And if well, you like yeah. the people you're cooking for. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. And, and that's a challenge, I think, with any anything ideally doing something you enjoy um which is why i'm looking to get out of what i'm doing for a living as an inspector um gosh at least if it paid really really good i could you know so yeah i think it helps if you enjoy what you're doing so we are back 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 <laughs> with technical difficulties yes this is, uh <laughs> budget podcasting <laughs> So, I think that's next... a sign. No, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a sign the, the, we can't get rid of the gremlins. I know, right? The computer's like, just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but now there's like three voices per person. So, yeah. Well, uh, with that, I think we'll wrap it up and finish the list in our next episode. Yes. Something to look forward to. So stay tuned auto-tuned <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with a clearer sound we will be back 